Welcome to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. We were over-intoxicated and under-informed. We're just three dudes talking news and drinking booze. I'm John. I'm Jason. And I'm Justin. I was thinking about this, though. Were you? So this is my sober thought. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Is religion equal to alcoholism? Hear me out. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you're a religious person, right? Like a like a like a nice religious person, like a regular religious person. Because I think most religious people are pretty regular. Before you keep going on, you are going to hell for this. That's okay. Oh, okay. Uh, you're like a social drinker. Like you're you're fun to be around at the party. Like people can talk to you. Mm-hmm. You're a pretty nice guy. Like you're a social drinker. Like religious people are mm-hmm. genuinely nice. Like I've known uh, one of my roommates at college was really religious, mm-hmm. and he wasn't like overtly preachy. He was just like, yeah, like I went crazy for a few years, and like he was like into partying a lot, and he found God. He was like, yeah, and like I really enjoy it. And if you ever want to talk about it, like just come and talk to me. But he's like just really nice dude, right? And then like there's alcoholics. So there's alcoholics. They're no fun to be around at the party. They ruin it. You got to watch them all the time. Overtly like religious people that try to preach at you and tell you how you how you're going to hell and shit like that. They're like alcoholics. Like they're no fun. You just don't want to talk to them. Like alcoholics give social drinkers a bad name and like overtly religious people give religious people a bad name. Does that make sense? Do you want you want to say it or should I? Uh, You can say it. So you're saying, and it's on record now. We are recording, correct? Correct. We can we cut are, this out. No, we're not cutting this out. <laughs> on record, you are saying religion is an addiction. I'm saying, mm-hmm. no, no, no. I said the worst parts, the worst people who take religion too far are addicted to it. Like it's, a, it's akin to being addicted to it. You know what I mean? Like it takes up your whole identity, like an alcoholic. Whereas religious people who are generally good people who go to church and, you know, do all the things, they're like social drinkers. You know what I mean? Like social drinkers, drinking is not their entire personality. Like they do other things and they're fun to be around and they're good to talk about. Like you talk to Bender, like we joke about Bender being an alcoholic, but he's not an alcoholic, right? He's a fun social drinker. No, but he's he really got, addicted to Jesus. <laughs> yes. Our That's why he's Savior. fun to be around. Praise be talk about Jesus. He's yeah. the one friend we got to have around. What do you think? I don't. I don't know. Is it a bad comparison? Is it close? Do you see where I'm going? I I could see where you're coming from. This okay. is one of the, this is one of the random yeah. thoughts because you could probably expand this to everything. Probably. Like yeah, because you can equate everything to everything else. Well, in this situation, basically, anyone who takes something to an extreme is is a dick. Yeah, like or they're dick sick. Did. Yeah, they could be sick. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. That was just my thought. I don't know. Interesting. You, Interesting. Well, well, that makes me think. So what's your favorite food, John? My favorite food? You know my favorite food. I love like Pizza. chicken tenders. Well, I was going to say chick- chicken, but chicken? like. Because <laughs> right, so we'll <laughs> no, I always go with like good like chicken nuggets or barbecue chicken or mm. Philly cheesesteak or chicken Philly cheesesteak. You know. It's not a steak. Chicken Philly. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Jason, your favorite food? That's a tough one. Big fan of tacos. Really mm. big fan of pizza. So it'll probably be pizza. Pizza's Just because good. of the different varieties you can get on it. Like chicken on it. Yes. <laughs> if you'd like. So I'd probably give mine all time to sushi. Really? Yeah. It, Interesting. It, it's, Interesting. Mm, mm, okay. It's special enough where I don't have it so often where it's like, yeah, this is a, this is a deal. Oh, is it your favorite because you don't fair. have it that often? Like yeah. It's and it's not... like a special time when I when okay. I have it. So two parts to this question. Okay. Okay. How much of your favorite food do you think you can physically eat? In one sitting? Poundage wise. Oh, poundage wise. In one sitting? Yes. Oh, man, that's tough. Half a pound, maybe, if I had to? Right. No, nah, probably John, a quarter it's of a your, pound. It's your, like, this is your favorite food. Like, you were basically eating crack. Your dopamine is ripping off the charts. Um, Am I, like, starved out? That's a good question. Or, like, did you, like, starve for one meal today? And yeah, yeah. so like you, you know you're getting your favorite meal later in the day. So okay, you skip lunch. You had like a light bar. I did practice. do this one time like yeah. for wings. So chicken wings. Like we starved out. We got like the 24 or like it was like 24, 21 wings from like Buffalo Wild Wings back in high school. Mm-hmm. It was like we had to save it. So like you could eat all of them. So 21 wings. So a 21 wing warm up for us to. Uh, okay. So how much how much of your favorite food, Jason, do you think you could just inhale I don't know. That's a tough one. If and I'm talking to the point where like physically you can handle because it's so good that you are literally going to go to the point of almost puking and maybe even puke. 
and rally. Mm, that's key right there. That's key right there. I can definitely do a large pie. Mm-hmm. Like 16 or 18 inch. Confidently, I would say 16, but I probably could do 18. All right. Okay. I can handle 18 inches. Nice. Maybe, maybe another like Definitely. small on top of that. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That's that's I'm going to have to try it one day. I know sushi. If like quality sushi, I could probably take down 20 rolls at least. OK. And that adds up. There's about like, yeah, there's like six to eight pieces per roll. OK. Yeah, that's a lot. Now, the uh, next question I have. Compared to the one sitting go. You have an entire day. Mm-hmm. How much of how much more do you think you could eat? Of your favorite food. And every time you take a bite, it's going to taste amazing. The best that you've ever had. Ooh, that's quality. <sighs> Am I drinking in between this? Because when I drink, I get hungry. Yeah, yeah, why not? But like you, the only food you're eating is your favorite food. I don't know. That's a good. I don't I, I honestly. I honestly. What made you think of this? Uh, I was thinking about how much f- cheese I could physically inhale or physically eat before I puke. Okay. And yeah, I'm like, well, what if I like really enjoyed it or if it was like really good cheese? But then I figured cheese is pretty heavy. And of course you got to go by weight because yeah, you can't go course. by volume. Like, Yeah, no, that's just nonsense. Yeah. And then I thought like, I can barely eat a lot of pasta and I can barely eat like a lot of sandwich because it's so many carbs. But when it comes yeah. to sushi, I can inhale it like the rolls and everything because it's a shit ton of rice. Yeah. And I can just keep going. I can have at least 50 rolls in a day okay. if I was pushing it. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. Yeah. So you could do like two large pizzas? I, yeah, I probably can do two. I could things. see you doing four pies one day. The only Maybe, thing, yeah. Like, like breakfast, be, lunch, dinner. The only snack. thing I'll say is he's got a ton of carbs in his and that might get filling and then like you just want to go to sleep. Well, the fats too. Well, you could sleep and then get up and eat yeah, more exactly. pizza. Because he's got cheese and bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But like it's gonna taste like it's gonna taste like the taste is amazing like every single time. Mm. It's just more how much could you physically ingest? Okay, that's interesting. Do you got any other sober thoughts? I don't know. Do you have any sober drunk thoughts? I do. I do. So I wore this hoodie for a reason. What is your opinion on these little thumb holes Mm -hmm. in sweatshirts? I've never had them. I've always been curious though. I'm I'm very indifferent about this. Is like the first hoodie I've actually had. That has a thumb hole specifically. And I, I don't know how I feel about them. What about you, Justin? Um, I actually talked to a listener. Uh, shout out to uh, Hansel's uh, sister. Um, so she mentioned that those holes could possibly be for um, whatchamacallit. When you're wearing gloves in the winter, you kind of hook it in and then you put your glove on. So then it doesn't slide out. So you're continually warm throughout the entire time. Mm. Yeah, but is that, what de- is that what they're designed for? I don't know, but it makes the most sense because I thought it was just kind of keeping like half your palm warm. Well, because you got those make the most sense. Well, you got those gloves that can like keep half your palm warm. Like you got like the gloves, the like fingerless the fingerless gloves. gloves. Yeah, I, I got there eventually. No, that covers your whole palm. That just covers half your fingers. Yeah, yeah but you get half the palm. Basically, you're wearing a turtleneck. It's a turtleneck of, of gloves. No, that's more or less like a deep V of gloves. No, the deep V is like a regular sleeve. And then what, like what, what do you consider part of the head? Right here. So your, your so wrist is, is the head? The, the wrist oh, so they're walking around like the thumb thumbs from uh, Spy Kids? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, I don't know. I've never actually worn any sweatshirt like that. Like I've always, but I always roll my sweatshirt sleeves up my arm. Mm. Like mine are always up my arm. Like mine are never on my wrist. So I'd probably wouldn't like it. Yeah. See, the problem with me is because I always have a watch on. Really can't look at my watch if mm. my thumb's in it and it's blocking my watch. Is Unless I put it outside. Is that how you go to like power mode? Like when you're about to do things, you're like, I'm going into overdrive. Yeah, it's like putting your croc into adventure mode. I mean, oh, I've seen like running jackets have it. Yeah, yeah I, I have a couple of running like pullovers. That's what I feel like it's yeah, for. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like in hoodies, it's weird almost. Yeah. I don't know. But like, yeah, obviously like running. So you're like, you don't have to like fix it, your sleeves or anything. It also depends I on how long your arm is. Mm, like if yeah. it's just like a little, like one of my running jackets, it's like a little too short. So it like, I'm pulling the jacket and it's not as comfortable it's, as it it's should be. It's making you go faster. It's making you pull your arms faster. Make you think Come about on, it. Instead of the pain of. I'm fast. Exactly. I have another sober thought. Go on. Sober is drunk slow thought? motion ruining like sports? Is it ruining Zack Snyder movies? Oh, yeah, sorry. that too. Yeah, it is. Is it Snyder? Did he do 300? 
Yeah. Okay. What? What? Why? Why do you say that? Well, so I was going to get into this real quick before we got into the stories, but like the UConn versus Baylor game. Yes. Right. Like you watch that probably in regular time and you can't really see much. Like it's, it's clearly a foul. Did you watch it? Yeah. Do yeah, like, the, like the entire, like the game or like just that. Play? No, I watched the last play. I watched oh. the highlights. That's so fun. But, sorry. But you see the end game, right? And it's a foul, right? You know what I'm talking about? Where one of yeah, the, no, exactly puts her, puts her arms over the top, right? Uh, spoilers. Yeah. I did not watch the game. Okay. It was a really good game. But if you watch it in regular game, you can kind of see where the ref is coming from. We're not with no call. Right. So my original thought, because I watched it the whole game through and through. My original thought was, wow, that's an awkward way to go up for a game winning layup. She faded away. Normally, like when you go, you kind of go into the defender and go up strong. Mm. And she kind of went backwards trying to sell a foul. Now, I mean, granted, yes, she did get fouled. If you like freeze frame it and you can see the picture like, yeah, she you could say, yeah, she definitely was fouled. But the way she went up made it look awkward as hell. So, like, that's the thing is, like, we're not we're not judging this based on the referees who are seeing it in real time. We're judging it based on slow motion where we're seeing, like, every fraction of a second. We're like, oh, she got hit there and there. How did the referee not see it? It's like they're not watching it in slow motion. Yeah, I mean. Well, so what's your complaint here? Are you saying that either if you're going to use slow motion, make those the official calls or. Well, I, I think slow motion is an interesting tool, but I think fans sometimes forget that referees don't watch it that way. You know what I mean? So like, why don't they just watch it faster and no, then it'll be slow should, in their head? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like if you don't get the call and you're like, oh, the referee blew the call. It's like, yeah, but if you watch it in regular speed, you'd know it's not a blown call. You just, when you watch it in slow motion, you see much more and you realize what should have been called. You know what I mean? Like, and that's in every single sport. I don't think it's necessarily the slow motion that's the bad thing of it mm. like the instant replay was probably having the same arguments back in the day yeah it's it's basically the same exact thing it's instant replay yeah that basically all it comes down to because like yeah sometimes it's awesome and it helps a lot and sometimes when you see it after fact like what happened you know monday night it's like oh how the hell did they miss that call and it's just like well clearly because it looked like a flop like she fell away from the basket yeah it doesn't look like a foul. it didn't look it, like a foul it looks like she flopped and let's take this even one step further would you guys like sports more if it if there was like no refs no umps so like baseball if, if they hit in between the the strike zone it it's a strike or a ball based on just like whatever the absolutely camera says not. absolutely no. not i think human error is part of the game well, what if your team is benefiting from it Still now, I'm You're not a right, New England Patriots fan. Got him, got him. So you like losing, is what you're saying? Yeah, I'm not. I'm but used yeah, they, to it. <laughs> they've tried that with um, like minor league teams, like for baseball, mm-hmm. like the um, computer zoned computer like strike zone. Yeah, I know they started. I think, I think man, maybe like two years ago, a couple years ago now. Yeah, like they were kind of fucking around with it and like, oh, it's gonna be the future of sports. And I know the players didn't like it. And it, I don't think everybody really it doesn't it. like for like the strike zone. Doesn't the, the strike zone goes from basically a player's knees to their chest, right? Nipples. Yes. Knees yeah, to nipples. Thank knees, you, Justin. knees to nipples. Mm-hmm. Right. But like if a computer generated strike zone came up, like that, would that not account for a player's height? Like, would it just have a purposely? Di- no, yeah. no, it's not like a default square. It's like based on the person, like it whatever is, they show the strike zone. Well, that's, what, I, that's what I was curious. I was curious. Yeah, I don't know. how. I don't know how like in depth they got. But I know that's a really big thing. They, they probably know, have the width of the plate and knees to nipples. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, every umpire calls it differently. Some are a little generous high. Some are a little generous low. Mm-hmm. And usually a player it's gets used to that and knows like what the umpire's calling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you I can think get it's... a feel for it. And if you got the ump, you know, the first couple at bats, you're like, oh, shit. OK, he's calling a lot of outside. So we got to swing that outside pitch now. Mm. But, you know, he's calling. He's not calling high stuff. So, you know, we can lay off that. The game inside the game yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Did you see what uh, Gino said? Or, Which cause, part? Because LeBron James said uh, that was definitely a foul. What could happen? And they asked Gino about it. And he was like, yeah, LeBron James never went on a bad call. So I can understand why he's complaining. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, yeah. He, he went never on a bad call? Or just he's, in general? He's. I mean, it's bound to happen. Like, well, bad yeah, he calls was like, happen. oh, he's never 
uh, one on like a foul shot that really wasn't a foul. You don't see him going back and be like, no, 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 they didn't foul me and gave the other team the win. <laughs> it's some, something like that. Yeah. Wait, is that what happened? That's what Gino said. Yeah. Oh. No, no, just like in LeBron James's career. Oh, wait, who won the game? UConn, UConn won the oh, game. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. All right, cool. We didn't clear. I didn't clarify that at no, all. No, like I, it was for the viewers at home, not me. Oh, yeah. yes, of course, of course, of course. So what is it? It's UConn. For the women's side, it's UConn. It's UConn and Arizona. And then the other two teams will be decided on Tuesday night, which is today where we are recording. Allegedly. Cool. And that's either Stanford, somebody... North Carolina State Wait, Stan- and Texas. Oh, Stanford or Sam? Stanford, the California one. Oh, the really smart one? Yes, the very smart one. Oh, nice. But the Baylor men won when the Baylor women lost. The Baylor men did win. Oh. So and the Houston men won Baylor also. men moving on to the Final Four and Baylor women not. Yeah. You win some, you lose some. Is Gonzaga still in it? Yes, they're actually playing now. Oh, good for them. Who are they playing? They're playing USC. He's... The blow- so impressive with this. The blowjob one in yes. there? The blowjob one. Yeah. Um, uh, Oral. Oh, Oral. no. Sadly, Oral Roberts lost uh, this Sunday. They didn't well, see well, it coming. No one did. Okay. Well, let's talk about... Okay. Sui... Suez. I... You Suez. said it 50 times before. I know, and I just fucked it up. Suez. Suez Canal. Suez Canal. No, 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 hold on. He's trying to say his SoundCloud <laughs> I also name. had Canal uh, okay. stuck in my head because of our conversations before. Yeah. Like, the pronunciation of Canal, and, like, it yeah. just fascinates me. The Su- you want to you tell your joke on air? No. Come on. It, no, it's it's over. The moment's done. Okay, so there was a giant... But John, it was such a funny joke. No, you should read it for yeah. listeners it was, it was at home. great. You know, so, you know, tell the story. We'll see what happens. <laughs> a giant ship got stuck in the canal. It blocked up traffic, took up uh, trade routes, caused a lot of like money to be lost. That mm-hmm. was lodged for almost a week, o- about to be a week. It took because of like the currents of the water and everything. Mm. It kept staying in everything, and like the wind also like just so it Oof. just so Yikes. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it like kind of like all of a sudden went like this, and then just went like just flipped over into the sides and got stuck. Oh. Well, shit. It's apparently taller than any building in Canada. Good for you, Canadians. That's interesting. All, when I watched coverage on this, that's how they described it. They're like, taller than any skyscraper in Canada. I was like, it's right. a very, very interesting analogy. It's a shot at Canada right there. Well, eh, maybe they should get bigger buildings. <laughs> Tall, build taller. Wait, so how much like money and like goods are transported through the Suez Canal? Uh, I think millions of dollars are yeah, go to the Egyptian government. Alone. Yeah, because that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And it connects the Red Sea to the Mediterranean Sea. Mm-hmm. Something we had to double check just before we started this podcast. Yes, we. And the reason for these like canals, right? Like the Panama Canal and stuff mm-hmm. like this is if not, you would have had to go around Africa, which is what ships were doing. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of traffic going down and around Africa and just takes way more, much more time instead of going through basically Egypt. Fastest way between two points is a straight line. True. Or a canal. So what the hell was on this boat that was so pertinent to get to this So place? a New York Times article, it's New York Times, but no, there was a lot of like livestock and food and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh, so there was animals? Just <laughs> I, oh, these I guess so. That's what I heard. There was like a lot of food, but there was like 20 containers of sex toys. Damn. I, probably going to the United States. Damn. They, they should have just dropped the C on it. <laughs> Called it the anal because there's a lot of... Sex toys. Uh, nice. Good job. That was basically John's joke from before. Yeah, more Don't or let him <laughs> No, that's why we're not laughing, because it wasn't a good joke. Yeah, we're all laughing. I never said Comedy it. Comedy gold. It was hysterical. <laughs> but no, that, uh, that, did we uh, find out how much money is uh, transported? Oh, no, I did not. Because uh, that's a... A huge trade route. Any canal is like Panama Canal goes down or yeah. there's something stuck in there, like a big sex butt plug or something. I saw a lot of people are like thinking about how they're going to handle these kind of situations going into the future. And they're thinking about maybe opening up more canals or expanding them out because like this is it was built so long ago that mm-hmm. it just wasn't it was, uh, ma- built in 1859. Thank you. 1859. Yeah. So it just wasn't built for ships as huge as taller than Canadian sky- skyscrapers. Yeah. The Suez Canal was created by the French, right? Yeah, probably, right? Because Egypt was a French territory back then, mm. right? Uh, yeah. Europe was, owned everything at once. Well, yeah. it was, so it was owned and operated for 87 years by the French and the British. Yeah. That makes sense. I remember recently hearing a story about the canal and how like it was completely fucked up. Oh, really? Because they just came in and 
Yeah, they they were trying to build a canal and just like, like Panama. Yeah, they're just trying to push through and just thousands of people died during it. Oh my goodness. That's why we don't build canals anymore. Let's keep building more. All right. This this story is see they're important. People need their butt plugs. But like they get like a ton of money for the government, so Oh yeah, cuz it's so much like the amount of money just saving from going between two land masses. Yeah. It's really, really important for the uh, oil in Europe. Oh, fuck it. Let's let's get rid of them. There was something about like prices are going to start going up possibly this week. Starting. Could me. They're already going up. So I bought an electric. Thanks, vehicle. Biden. <laughs> Thanks, Biden. Got him. That damn son of a bitch. What's the clean coal coming back? <laughs> no, Trump's out of office. So the clean coal is done. Damn it. But What's did Biden you see how on? they they got it unstuck? It took a team of uh, what's it a lot of lube? Yes. No, they just they unplugged. They took one of those containers for the sex toys and used it. (laughs) Well, this is good as any. Uh, They had to like drill into the side of the canal to like Mm -hmm. get it out. And then they took the the boat filled with water. No, the the side of the sorry, the canal. Oh, I said okay. side of the canal, I think, okay, right? Okay, okay. I don't know what you said. Is it like bedrock or like how's it? It's like up? it's like stone or something like nice. that. So they like built in. So there's two giant holes, and then they had to. They were using tugboats mm-hmm. to move them around, and there was a huge celebration once they got it out. <laughs> Finally, it's like we did it. <laughs> yeah, this is a worm moon. Worm full moon also helped. Oh, so the tides were like oh really? yeah, bumping. Well, shout out to the worm. We yes. did it. The dance move. Of course. And the things in the Classy. Well, and Dennis Rodman. Shout yes, big shout out to Dennis Rodman. Big shout out to Dennis Rodman. So in other world news, this is something that's really important to talk about. Not only the Suez Canal. So I said it like 50 times. You're right. You're doing great. Same. I know. Not so Myanmar, uh, they had a coup re- a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going to talk about it. We wanted to wait for more updates because it was just a thing that happened. I believe it was... February 1st, the military took over Myanmar Mm -hmm. and took out Aung San Suu Kyi. She was the democratically elected president and she was a Nobel Peace Prize winner back in, hold on, 1991 because of her work on trying to get Myanmar to be a democratic state and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. So she was a democratically elected leader. The military claimed that the election was stolen and was fraudulent. Uh, they seized her, brought her to an undisclosed undisclo- location. Mm-hmm. So we don't know where she is, which is kind of terrifying. And now Myanmar on, it was March 27th, 140, civi- 140 civilians mm-hmm. were killed. The deadliest day for protests of that day. Deadliest day of mm-hmm. uh, protests. I don't want to undersell that that fact of the mm-hmm. loss of life. But uh, for those of you listening who do not know where Myanmar is, it is the former Burma. OK, it is between Bangladesh and like Thailand, Laos. So we're over in by lower uh, Asia yeah. continent. Yeah. Just, for, just for the people to get an idea of where that's, we're at. No, that's a really good. Thank you, Justin. In all told, there's 510 people that have been killed, uh, 2,574, including some journalists, have been arrested, and there's been violent crackdowns by the security forces. So it's a really serious situation kind of going on. I think a lot of people are really concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew we were waiting for the right time to t- kind of talk about this. I don't know, because we didn't really know what was going to happen when it first started. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of like free Ma- Myanmar and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, we didn't know how people were going to spawn maybe like the military would back down and give up mm-hmm. but no they're still in control nope, they are uh continuing to go to overthrow a an electric elected official it's kind of scary because like here it almost the, happened here the united states we had the same whoa, thing whoa, whoa, give it time still might no i think that's Hot all done take. what no <laughs> oh never mind it's not over josh <laughs> wait you're saying that like you're in on it no what does quid pro quo start with, John? Q. There we go. Uh-oh. So Myanmar is facing serious economic crisis with rising food and fuel prices stemming from the UN sanctions. 
So like the UN kind of put sanctions on Myanmar and the military kind of condemning their actions. But the problem is China may be in support of this. And if China is in support of it, civilians are really concerned that China will just help out the military and throw out their democratically elected leader and Myanmar won't be free anymore. So not really sure what's going to happen in the future, but it's a really serious story to be talked about. You know, mm-hmm. it's concerning. And it I, I, I'm glad we live in the United States where. None like, of this would happen, right, John? No, I'm not saying not, like, none of this would happen. All of our democratically elected people are fair and all that. <laughs> I think it's fair to remember that, like, you know, the military hopefully wouldn't act in that way. I'm not, that sounds really naive. That sounds super naive. But, like, the, the military was like, we're not going to take, we're not going to do this. We're not going to overthrow the government. Like, we're going to follow the election procedures, right? Yeah. So, it, it, I can't imagine how scary this must be to be in Myanmar right now. Yeah, when your own government is going against you. Do you guys have any other final thoughts you want to say? Or... So, John, how can like we help? Like, what, what can we do? The best thing we can do as individuals is stay active on social media, stay informed. Um, you know, just keep the word out there. You know that we're thinking about Myanmar. Uh, I think it's really falling on our elected officials to do something, whether or not they do anything. You know, we have to keep on them as well. Mm-hmm. You know. Tell them that this this issue is important to them, to us. You know, I, I don't know if there's necessarily anything we want to do with like a military action. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. But maybe if like. Hold on, do they have oil? No. So. Probably OK, not. yeah, then we don't we won't we won't do anything. No. And I also don't think like no one's going to test China. You know what I mean? Like if China takes the support of the military. You know, that's. If, yeah, it's going to come down to. Hopefully, you know, the U.N. sanctions do enough and the military just kind of backs off after a while. I'm curious who the U.N. sanctions are really hurting. It's probably not the people at the top. It's pro- it's definitely the civilians. So, yeah, that's stay in, scary. Stay informed. Knowledge is power. Justice for Myanmar. Justice for Myanmar. We did it. We did it. Let's take a beer break right here and talk about the beer we're drinking. What, what's the name of it, John? So it is Robot Crush. I Crush. Mean, crush. That's what yes. I said. I'm You're not good with the words. It. I know. I can say Suez. So it's a robot crush. Edit that out that he said it correctly. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> um, it's an orange beer. I picked it mostly mostly because of the like the can. The artwork. It's really cool, right? It has like the luchadoring an, robot? Yeah, it's a robot crushing things. It's number one. So where is this? What is that? A, a, a robot. Aeronaut? What are you saying? I don't know. It's Aeronaut? Aeronaut? Is that the name of the brewery, Jason? Yes, it is. Okay. Thank you. See, that's why I ask him. Because he knows. You speak English, right? No. <laughs> Not well. <laughs> that is true. This is an American Pilsner. American Pilsner, 5. 5.1%. What are you guys thinking? Are you guys? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's not bad. How many beer breaks would you give it, Jason? I don't know. I'm reading. I'm reading about it. How many circuit beer breakers circuit boards? Would, would you hot wire take it just cars in it too i'll give it a nine out of ten i'm just gonna because he's sitting there reading i'll give it a nine out of ten beer breaks i really enjoy it i think it's really good i definitely buy it again so be on the lookout for robot crush on my opinion what do you got Justin? i give it a three out of ten. Oh, you don't like it yeah i'm not a fan because when i think of american pilsner i think of a fine pilsner like miller mm. which i don't like yes and this does not taste like a Pilsner. This tastes like a, this is like it's trying to be an IPA and then just doesn't. Are you really? I, I'm I'm not a fan. Really? Okay. I'll still drink it. I, it, it. I have to have a zero out of 10 to not finish a beer. Okay. That's, that's fair. Mama didn't raise no quitter. Damn what right. do you got, Jason? Yeah, I'll give it like a six. Okay. That's pretty fair. Six, six, seven. Is it the finest Pilsner you've ever it's had? It's not the finest Pilsner I've ever had, Can't but it's, it's still a quality beer. I'm always partial to beers that I can just sit and drink all day. Yeah, I this feel is like definitely I can, one of those. Like you can yeah. sit on it, sip on it, sit outside. So I enjoy fun. that. And plus, like summer's around the corner, so this is like a good summer. Allegedly, beer, in my opinion. allegedly, global warming. Oh, no. Global warming. All right. So I wore my Pawnee, Indiana Parks and Recreation shirt. Okay. There's a specific reason for this, right? Okay. I can say specific. It didn't sound like Pacific there. Can did somebody it? get this man a thesaurus? All right. Yeah, he needs one. So we're going to talk about the filibuster because that's been going on. You can say that correctly, huh? I can't say filibuster. I've been practicing. (laughs) I practice some words every single night. The other words I just ignore. I'm like, I got that one. Oh, hold on. I'm looking at the doc here that we use to keep track of all of our uh, our notes and stuff. Um, I see you wrote down a filibuster discussion. 
Ah, yes. <laughs> I can type really well as well. <laughs> Thanks for calling me out on that one. Hey, no problem. Happy to. Please, discuss. <laughs> Which I think is a Pokemon. Uh, Probably. Gen, Gen Dus-gus. 3. Discuss. Yeah. Dus- I'm pretty sure it's a track yeah, and field like big, event. It's, it's a called big Discus. Shout out Nintendo. Yeah, it's a big ghost. And shout out guys. the Olympics. Well, the reason why I wore the Park and, Parks and Recreation shirt, because in Parks and Recreation, Leslie Nope filibusters their own bill. And what it is, is basically a senator in the Senate. Yeah. Where else it. would they be? At home, sitting. Going to Cancun. <laughs> that one, too. <laughs> so uh, when, when a bill reaches the Senate floor, a senator in the minority group can filibuster, which means if they have a bill they don't like, They'll stand there and talk for hours. Now, Jason brought this up before we talked when we were kind of discussing like filibusters mm-hmm. before. Jason, do you want to describe what you were trying to say before? Because I want to clear it up. Yes, because my complete knowledge of it is from that one episode of Parks and Rec where she just talked and talked and talked mm-hmm. the entire time until what was it, midnight? Yeah. She so she so what a senator will do is like they'll filibuster. So for her, she'd talk till midnight because then it wouldn't go to a vote. Uh, what happens in the Senate is if you you will talk. So the longest one I think was Strawman Thurman. Strawman Thurman. It was twenty four hours, eighteen minutes. Yeah, twenty four hours. That's impressive. He well, he was protesting civil rights, so it's less impressive now, I huh? Mean, no, it's still impressive that he went on and rambled on on his feet. Well, I'm also taking everything I know on his feet, not eating, not taking a bathroom break. For 24 hours they can and 18 drink, minutes? They can drink water and milk. I'd be chugging. <laughs> Give me whole milk, and then I'm just going to take a dump in the middle of my pants. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was really weird, right? Milk? Uh, that, that's very interesting. Jason, you mentioned something to me that I thought was interesting. You said, uh, oh, I thought today they don't even have to filibuster anymore. They can just say they're filibustering, right? You said No, that. I did not say that. That was I. Okay. That was Justin. Oh, that was you, Justin? Yeah, you, you don't have to, like, stand there and talk anymore. They no, changed it. that's not correct. No, what it is. is. I, I, I heard about it. Okay. Yeah. What it is, is senators can threaten to filibuster. And a lot of times then the other senators. So basically to get past a filibuster is typically if you have a 51 to 50 vote, basically mm-hmm. if the vice president is the tiebreaker or a 52 to 50 vote, right? Mm-hmm. For a m- bunch of senators, if there's a filibuster, then there has to be 60 votes in favor of a bill. So that means that's bipartisan uh, cooperation. Right. So, so you literally just say, I'm going to filibuster and then you have to have a majority. Well, some people that will, that might force a vote. And if they don't get the 60 votes, they might just table the discussion because usually after a filibuster, they push the bill down the line and they move on to other work. Right. So like if they're talking about civil rights, like Strom and mm-hmm. Thurman, they'll move on to something else. Now, that happened in a time where they didn't move on to something else. They continued to vote on it and they, they actually pa- did their job. Yeah. They passed the civil rights. Well, since then, it's been well, we're gonna we're gonna move it down the line and do other things. They've gotten lazy. Yeah, sure. We'll it makes no sense to me. Like, what do they do, senators? Yeah, Nothing. what are they doing? Like, Nothing. they're just there. Um, I don't know. I think they do a lot of things. I just I don't know. Pretending to pass stuff. There's a lot of law. There's a lot of laws passed we just don't hear of. Budgets. I mean, they're in charge of the budget for her. The United States, so they are making a hundred U.S. state senators in 2020, a hundred and seventy four thousand dollars per person. Yes. Per did did I mention my uh, announce uh, announcement for running for senator of Connecticut? No, you might actually get something done. We don't they don't want you in there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, but like it is it is kind of interesting. Like, well, a lot of the discussion now is should the filibuster be removed? Because it's not a constitutional thing. It just kind of happened by accident because it was originally intended to be like a debate topic is like a senator will raise a debate point and it would encourage debate among senators. But But if you're so bipartisan now, it doesn't matter what the thing is. Well, yeah. Then there's no debates anymore. Yeah, it's not even a debate. And then pe- senators realize they can just talk forever and then force there not to be a vote. So it's not really a constitutional argument. It's more of an ethical one. Mm-hmm. Right. Is do you want to give the power to the minority at the time, the ability to filibuster, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's used uh, throughout time. You know, Strom and Thurman, most notable uh, Rand Paul in 2016, I want to say. Are you putting them on equal footing? 2014. 
No, no, no. Uh, I'm just, right, saying, just making sure. I'm just saying notable ones because Rand Paul ran for, did for like 18 hours or something like that. Like it just they'll go on forever and try and hold up any kind of legislation to be passed. And a lot of times it might not be good. You know? Yeah. It 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 it's dumb. It well, you can make two uh, realms of thought here because you can have it as it gives the minority group a chance, mm-hmm. but also in a time where nothing will get done unless you have a majority. Okay. Like nobody on the other side is going to go to the other side. There's no reaching across the aisle anymore. Yeah, that is true. Um, so you're saying get rid of the filibuster because like, we're not going to negotiate with like, no one's going to negotiate with anyone and you're just not going to get anything done. I will say this. If the filibuster is not getting rid of Trump will be back in office in the next term and he'll have uh, control of the Senate and also the uh, the um, the House. So you're saying basically because a lot of pe- the question is being raised by progressive Democrats mm-hmm. and a lot of people are kind of raising the point is like you're you're on this side now because Biden has a slim majority, minor, slim majority. Sorry, because there's an even 50 50 split in the Senate of mm-hmm. Democrats to Republicans with Kamala Harris being the tiebreaker because she's the vice president. So 51 go to Democrats, basically, if you get a unanimous pass. Does that make sense so far? Yes. Yes. That's how numbers work. And if you get rid of the filibuster, no, now you don't have to compromise compromise with Republicans anymore and you can just pass whatever you want. Yeah. But a lot of people would make the suggestion you say that now, but if you move down the line and let's say, like you said, Trump's back in office and the Senate. No, no, no. no. I said only if the filibuster is not getting is not taken away. Because if if Democrats truly believe this, if they if Joe Biden, Joseph Stalin, Biden, I said progressive Democrats, not Joseph Stalin, Biden, the leftist human being on the planet. (laughs) Kamala Marx, if they just work together and if they truly believed the things they ran on, they would get rid of the filibuster. They would implement all the things because universal health care and all that other shit that they ran on, mm. giving people money for the pandemic, helping people not giving money to huge corporations instead of actually giving to people who are going to spend it and throw it back into the economy. Mm-hmm. If they truly believe the stuff they ran on. They would do that. They would get rid of the filibuster and implement them. And then they would be popular. They, they'd be popular. And also it would help the country as a whole. That's interesting. Yeah, but they don't want to do that. Exactly. They want to Nobody keep the to status that. quo. That's why they won't get rid of the filibuster the, because they like being the underdogs. There's also an interesting wrinkle. One of the Democrats uh, said he won't pass any kind of legislation without Republican support or at least like one Republican senator because he's a Republican from West Virginia. I forget his name. Mm -hmm. He's from one of the Southern states and he's very rare. You know what I mean? So he's kind of a conservative Democrat. You know, he's a Democrat who's going to vote on Democratic bills a lot of time and vote party line. But he has to also appease because they're just going to wipe him out with a conservative Republican you know what I mean? When his term is up. So he's trying to keep his seat. Yeah. So he's it, it. it's dumb because in two years, the the Senate's going to be up for a run. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. No, I got you. They they aren't grasping the fact that if they don't do anything, they're going to go to the other guys. Yeah, they're going to go to them no matter what. Yeah. If it's nothing just- good happens and they're just trying to keep their seat so they're not going to like upset people, nothing's going to get done. And then nobody's going to want them in office. I'll be honest. If if like they don't do anything, I'm going to have no faith in the Democratic Party and I'm not going to vote for them. That's fair. Like there's no reason. Why would I want somebody who's trying to like not get any progress done? No, you're not wrong. I mean, I, yeah, I would vote for more progressive Democrats. I would say the answer would probably be know who you're voting for and try and vote in more progressives. But, you know, if that's not your thing, I. Yeah, you know, that's pretty fair. Jason, I know you're not the most politically apt person, but do you have a, an opinion on this based on that one Parks and Recreation episode? No, not really. No? But no, I, I do agree exactly what Justin's saying, though. They get rid of that filibuster. You think they would want to do shit to make everybody happy in the country better. But no, fuck that. I Why mean, bother? It, it is. Yeah, it's a really it shows good- they don't truly believe what they're saying and they're just spewing out nonsense to keep their paycheck. Or they're in. scared yeah. and they know they'll lose in two years. But Joe Joseph Stalin Biden doesn't care. Like he's going to be 
either done with his presidency or not alive. Yeah. Why is he still sticking with it if he truly believes what he's running on? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we have the answer. I think it's a really interesting discussion. Whole bunch of bull. Either they're lying or they don't care. Probably or both. they or. forgot because he fell down the stairs the one time. He fell upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I've done tough. it before. I can't really blame him, but that is kind of funny. Him. Yeah. Take your time. You got all day. He was trying to jog up those stairs. It's dumb. Like, I'm still young. Take your time. You're obviously not doing anything else. What he should get is one of those like chair things. Oh, like <laughs> the electric lifts. Yeah. That you just sit on and it up. takes you up. Could you imagine he's just waving the whole way up? Oh, that'd be fucking great. Just to remind people he's old. <laughs> That's what I would get. I'd be a young. He'd, he'd probably get more sympathy doing that. If, if I ever, oh, yeah, if I was a president, like say at forty, that's what I would do. I'd put one of those electric <laughs> chairs and just be like, "I don't give a shit." <laughs> Taking no chances. <laughs> but then on your way down, you do you get a uh, uh, skateboard and just do like a kick flip <laughs> yeah. and then grind. I have a helmet on and all the elbow pads. I'm like safety first, but I'm doing this. I'm cool. <laughs> all right. Jason, I know we just talked about politics, but something you do want to talk about, because I know you were talking about it this week, was the little Nas X. I was vaguely talking about it. You were vaguely talking. I was vaguely talking. You were kind of interested in it, though. I found it hilarious. Absolutely hysterical. So, uh, Lil Nas X put out a music video. Did you watch it, Justin? I did not. Jason, did you watch it? I did also not watch it. You know, I'm just going to describe it to you you guys. Basically, what happened is Lil Nas X, he's a rapper, most notably known from Old Town Road. Really good song. Mm. And and that... um, Hey, Panini. Panini, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you be a meanie? Yeah. Lyrical genius. <laughs> nice. So he's a rapper. Uh, he put out this song. I don't even know what the name of the song is. Um, It's called Call Me By Name. Maybe. You can. Something like that. You're so close to looking it up, Jason. I could see you just typing. Um, so he puts out this song and the music video basically is. So he, it's Call Me By Your Name. It's Montero. Montero, thank you. Montero. Montero, and then parentheses, call me by your name. Okay, kind of catchy song. Uh, did you guys listen to the song? Uh, no, I, no, I have not. That's it. all right. It's on the radio a lot. Uh, okay. Basically, in the music video, he is sent to hell because he's gay. Mm-hmm. He plays every single character in it, by the way. Yeah, doesn't start off at like the Garden of Eden, and like he gets like tempted and goes into hell. I yeah, think, I think he's about to fuck a snake. No, I. I Oh yeah, he does fuck a snake, and then he fucks the devil. Um, mm-hmm. He has oh, sex. He has sexual relations with the devil. Whoa, whoa, whoa. he gives you the devil a lap dance. You don't have right? sexual relations with the devil. You fuck the devil. Yeah. So basically, he has sex with the devil, and then kills the devil, and that's the song, right? Oh, he takes a stripper pole all the way down the hell. Oh yeah, that too. I feel like he doesn't have to. His take His core the strength hell. is impeccable. There was um there's a lot of really funny TikToks. I know you guys don't like talking about TikTok, but they're like there's people sitting in hell, right? Trying to plead their case. So like, I didn't know I had to share the post, right? Like that Jesus loves you or whatever. And then they just hear little Nas X slide by <laughs> and they go, What the hell was that? <laughs> it's pretty good. Like some of the yeah, people are really creative clever. with it. Like they're just sitting there and just like, oh my God. Um, so yeah, he takes a stripper pole down to hell. And a lot of conservatives and a lot of religious people, hence why I talked about religious people before, had a lot of problems with this. Wait, why are they upset? He kills the devil at the end. They didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> they just saw him giving the devil a lap dance? Yeah. 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 And they didn't like that there was like san- satanic like imagery. Oh, heavens. <laughs> are these the same people? Like It's, it's uh, really hypocritical because like there's satanic imagery in a lot of things. Like, yeah. Like the heaven and hell is constantly depicted. I just don't think they like that a gay man like took advantage of it. Yeah. So probably before I'm sorry, Justin, I don't mean to cut you off, but he wrote a letter to himself. I guess he posted posted on Instagram. Basically, he said that this music video was about him being as a child, as a teenager, he was ashamed to be gay and he wanted to like he was scared and wanted to hide from himself. But as an adult, he realizes that he should embrace who he is. Mm -hmm. And he was scared to go to hell basically as a child, like all those religious people, you're going to hell, you're gay. Like, but Mm -hmm. now he realizes he has to embrace who he is. And basically this is kind of him saying he's not scared to go to hell anymore. Like he's not scared of what you think of him. Yeah. That's what the imagery means. Good on him. Yeah. So I don't like, I don't think there's anything wrong with taking that and having our artistic view on it. Right. No, I'm sure a lot worse has been done. For sure. 
Oh yeah, without question. I mean, a lot of people pulled up old just rappers alone having mm-hmm. satanic kind of imageries before. The show yeah. Lucifer is coming back, which take, has the devil as a good guy. Yeah, interesting. Good it's a good show. Interesting. And what's what's the deal with the shoes? Oh, so he put out a shoe with Nike. Or no, no sorry, not it's Nike. Not with Nike. It's Mercy. Yeah, it's something like that. It's like M R S P or something like that. Something like that. So they put out like six hundred shoes that mm-hmm. like are a collaboration. By the way, sold out immediately. They're not six hundred shoes. They're six six six. Oh, yeah, I yeah. meant the the that amount of uh, shoes they sold. Like they had a limited amount. Yeah, they yeah. had six hundred sixty-six. Okay, <laughs> do you get it? Yeah, it's the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he put out these shoes. They go out. They sell out immediately, and a lot of people were upset because they're Nike. I think they're Air Force ones. No, Air, Air Maxes. Air Maxes ones. Yeah, they got the swoosh on their Air I Max ninety five. Thank you. They are the ninety fives. A lot of nice people. Are, nice a lot of people are like boycott Nike, and Nike's like, we're not a part of this one though. Yeah, this exactly. isn't our fault. Honestly, Nike should be like, boycott us. You're going to buy our shoes again. Yeah. We're the best ones in the market. Also, it's the same people who probably tried to boycott Nike like the first time around. And their sales went through the roof. I wouldn't be concerned with it. So so what's the deal with them? They're they're just devil shoes? Yeah, there's a bunch of like satanic imagery. Like there's a pentagram and like they're black and they're black and red pentagram. And they got a little surprise in them. Ooh. They drop of human blood. Oh, really? All right. Yes. I'm in. This same company, though, dropped like Jesus sneakers, which were like all white and were said to be dripped in with like holy water or something. You know, Jesus got that drip. Yeah. So like, it's not like the company takes a hardline stance on anything. No, I mean, I think because I read the article when Nike was like, no, 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 this isn't us. We're suing them that they said the that company, the MSR, whoever they are. Mm. Yep. What there there's legitimate blood in the shoe. Like it's blood from them. That they put it in each shoe. Could you imagine just being that guy on the factory line? You're just pricking your finger like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> this is what my life's come to. They're all sitting there like, oh, what time's your blood? Uh, mine's now. Ah, shit. Mine's at 2.30. I got to eat lunch first. But it's funny because like little not like all these people that were upset about it. Right. They just made the song go like go up the mm-hmm. charts. Like everyone had oh, to watch yeah. the music video to see because I even I watched the music videos because I'm like, what is happening? You guys want to know a fun fact? What's up? Uh, so he put it on apology, um, like on his YouTube channel. I was, I was just going to say this too. It, it's a little Nas X apology for Satan shoes. It goes about 10 seconds, oh, about eight seconds in and then hard jump cuts into the music video. <laughs> him giving Satan a lap dance. <laughs> that is this the man. Is awesome. So he's kind of trolling people on like conservative Twitter too. Like Caitlin Bannett, you know, poopy pants Poop girl. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. pants. <laughs> Shout out, friend of the pod. Which she's apparently like a Nazi. We have to like do a deep dive into her. She like her group is like like has had like leaked Nazi imagery. Yeah, her ideas are full of shit. That too. Mm-hmm. So like her and him went went in on it on Twitter, and she basically said uh, she said some stupid shit, and he was like, he was like, I don't really care about your opinion, shitty pants, <laughs> <laughs> and then. She said something. She said some racist shit. She was like, "Oh, when's the last time you saw your dad?" Because he's black. Mm-hmm. Oh God! And he's like, his dad is actually really supportive of him. Like, actually supports oh, his good. career. So, like, so just a racist remark, not an actual mm-hmm. statement about Little Nas's ex's life. And then he said, "It's all good. I'm probably gonna fuck your dad too." By the <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not my favorite. And then she took that as you're gonna rape my dad, which you missed the point there, Caitlin Bennett. But how oh, big of a plot God. twist would it be if he sought out her father and he was secretly gay <laughs> and fucked Lil Nas X? That'd be crazy. Just destroys her career. Yeah. Her career is done. Now she'd she'd be like, oh, he she triple down. Yeah, she'd, she'd have no no idea. Uh, another one was Candace Owens. You know who Candace Owens is? Conservative I, I know of her. She's dumb. She tried to make fun of not only him, but then Cardi B. It was like they're infiltrating the youth and making them think bad things. That's basically what she said. And Cardi, Cardi B was like, what the fuck did I have to do with this? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, why is her name getting thrown around? Well, the, her and Cardi B got into a, like a Twitter beef like a few weeks ago or whatever. Uh, so, let me guess. She started a Twitter beef with her. With Candace Cardi. Owens, yeah, yeah, she was. She's upset with like Candace that, that song, Cardi B's up mm-hmm. song, 
And she was like, oh, this imagery is inappropriate for young people. Have they seen any of Cardi B's like music videos? Do they just wait for one to come out? This is the same. This is the same shit they've been saying since Elvis. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. It's all the same lines. Those hip thrusts from Elvis. Ooh, (laughs) we sent us down a dark path. Now we're here with Lil Nas X stripping down. a. That's where it all started. They let Elvis hip thrust on a camera. It's all downhill. (laughs) Nah, I think I think art is subjective and people make their own things and if you don't like it don't watch it you know what i mean like it's cool not to like it if you don't appreciate it do you think like little because a lot of like old rap heads too are also really upset with little non sex for the music video or just like his music they're they're kind of a i understand getting upset about the music because it's not as like good poetic as it used to be now it's just kind of like party music i think which i'm okay with i love a good rager yeah i think there's still like I don't know, like Sugar Hill Gang was more like a Party Hill song than it was like poetic. And there was still poetic stuff going on at that time. Mm-hmm. Like there's still poetic stuff. Like J. Cole is one of the most poetic rappers, I think, in my opinion of all time. He's still making music now. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, you know, there's there's room for both, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially the day and age that we're in now. Yeah. Like fucking music. If, if you don't appreciate Lil Nas X as a rapper, I can understand that. Uh, I... I think a lot of it is like rooted in homophobia. Like a yeah, lot of people like, are like not okay with him being gay, yeah. being openly gay. And I don't think that's okay. Like you don't have to like his music. And you just be like, hey, it's not for me. It's yeah, fine. Like there are other radio stations you can turn to or like just don't hit next on the song or don't yeah. follow his music. Yeah. Like a lot of people are comparing him to Nas, who is another poetic writer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Nas is still making albums. Just listen to him. Sure. Yeah. Is it just because his name is Little Nas X? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, like this is our Nas. This is your Nas. It's like it's there's, fine. <laughs> there's room for both. I don't really yeah. understand the criticism. Uh, people it's like need getting criticized. Yeah, it's like getting all upset about like how dare they keep putting out rom coms? There should only be deep dramas. Or yeah, it's <laughs> I like you're gonna name it's a like, rom com. It's like because like you're right because like dramas and rom coms are in the same vein as comedies. Like they're all like that. Yeah. Like. Yeah, they're on that same genre. Like that's just crazy. It's a whole bunch of nonsense. And like, what what do they want? The same shit over and over. Yeah, like I, I mean, equal comparison. How could you like Adam Sandler? His jokes aren't as funny. Like you should like Dave Chappelle because he's more intellectual. You know what I mean? Like there's room for both. Like if you like Adam Sandler movies and his stuff, like you can like that. If you like Adam Dave Chappelle stuff, like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't think those criticisms are fair. I think a lot of them are rooted in a lot of homophobia. Which, you know, we can discuss another time, I guess. But yeah, shout out to Lil Nas X. You know, congratulations on your new song. Congratulations on your new music video. Congratulations on killing the devil after giving him that work. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> there was there was one video and it was this lady. She's like, I can't stand that Lil Nas X is, uh, you know, my little kids watch this video. This video. Now he wants thigh highs. I can't afford thigh highs. <laughs> <laughs> And now he's going to be throwing it back for free because Lil Nas X, I guess he doesn't get money in the song or something. You know what? That's the only fair point. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> but like, shout out to all the people that are having fun with it and enjoying it. And, you know, Lil Nas X, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. It's clear that he's having a good time with it. So let him rock. Yeah. yeah it's all that matters. You guys got any of the final stories you want to bring up this week? I don't have any final stories, but I have a uh, final thoughts for the people to take home with them. Okay. Ooh. Baseball season starts this Thursday, April 1st. You know out for the means. Mets. The Mets are winning the World Series this year. <laughs> oh, hot take. No, no, no. Not hot take. Proven science. 100% will happen. On I might need another beer. That's all I needed. All right. Oh, um, is that all you got? All right. Yeah, I just, just, just want to remind the people. Um, No, I don't have any other fables to decree from the mountaintops. <laughs> other made-up hey, stories. Uh, you said facts wrong. Oh, oh, my apologies. I've been listening to John Spurk all day. So. Uh, that's fair. Very fair. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for drinking with us. Find us at Hot Takes and Beer Breaks on social media and wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers. Adios. Bye.